This is Brighton's finest. Bringing the artists closer to you. Juice. With the sort of signing to Sub Pop, um, and obviously you've released sort of two studio albums now. It's been Zench P and Next Thing, if I'm right, and the rest of it's sort of been Bandcamp releases and that kind of thing. Uh, yeah, we had one other vinyl uh, release that was like an EP. Who's asking? Because I see like um, Zench P is like a. Um, it sounds like a sort of coming together of the previous work, and obviously you've got a huge, huge backlog of um, work on Bandcamp and stuff, and that felt like a bit of a development to next thing. It's a sort of more of a band-orientated piece. Um, is there any um, sort of change of approach to how you're writing for this record on Sub Pop and that kind of thing? Um, yeah, I feel like my writing is like always changing, and so every record I've, I have a handful of new songs and like also go back and pick a handful of old songs, and so... Okay. There's always that contrast, um, but I think this record is, is definitely written pretty differently than the other two uh, studio releases, yeah. So you're saying you're sort of reworking some of the older songs um, that I'm assuming you've read that are on the band camp. How do you sort of reapproach that kind of thing? It really depends on the song. I guess, like, I'm always kind of just having, like, a different songs that I'm drawn to. So, like, even recently, like, a couple of weeks ago, I just picked a song from Zentropy that we hadn't played live in years, and I was like, I want to start playing this live again just because I had had some space from it and I wanted to go back. So I feel like it just depends on kind of where I'm at. There's, I think, three songs that have been released on Bandcamp before that I'm going to put out on this new record and that are band, full band versions. And it just kind of kind of came about naturally. Like, one of them was requested at a show and I played it. We didn't have a band version. I played it by myself at a, at a show. And my band was like, hey, that's actually a really good song. We should make a band version of that. Some of the other ones were just like, I had kind of wanted to give them more life or whatever. I go through phases of kind of thinking that different old songs of mine maybe deserve more of a chance. <laughs> well, we're very much looking forward because obviously you're um, touring soon and you're coming down to Brighton. Um, yeah. You're, you last visited, I think it was The Great Escape last year and you played a few shows down there. How did you find that? How was sort of your experience of the city? Was that your first time coming down? It was. Um, it was definitely really crazy when we went because it was like this full takeover of this festival and it felt like South by Southwest in America, which is like, you know, just every club is participating and there's people like all over the streets just running to different shows. I'm definitely excited to come and do like a, like a real show of ours there because I feel like being part of a, a big festival thing is just, it's easy to kind of get lost or it feels like maybe the audience is like, they're not there to see you necessarily. They're just kind of running around. So I, I'm, I'm excited to go and have like the real club experience there. No, I think we actually played at the club that we're playing at this time. I think we played there during Great Escape, too. Uh, I think it'll probably feel really different <laughs> this time. This is Brighton's Finest. Bringing the artists closer to you. Well, sort of going back to the beginning, I mean, you're known and you're sort of quite famous for being sort of the, the band camp artist. I mean, in a sense, you're um, to the sort of music community, they sort of they view you as like an embodiment sometimes of, of the band camp format. What sort of brought you to start actually recording and releasing in that format what was it about Bandcamp that you sort of thought I can do this kind of thing it was just kind of like an easy system to figure out I feel like before that I had like a MySpace and it was really confusing and can't even really play music off of it anymore and Bandcamp was just like this new thing I was seeing it like lots of bands that I liked having Bandcamp and I was like oh I can make that it's really it's free it's like easy to run and it makes it look look very professional even though I'm just like making everything at home so it was really just uh very uh user friendly that's what kind of drew me to it I mean you started very young um and what sort of like 
Was there like any records or shows or artists where you sort of saw it and then thought, I'm going to actually go out and record and do my own thing now? Yeah, actually, there is a there is a handful of artists in, in New York that were doing things themselves that like made me really think that I could do that too. One of them being this uh, this artist, Kate Perens from Westchester, I think, who was, uh, I never like even got to see her play, but we had like mutual friends and someone had given me a bunch of Kate's music and I just like was really into it. It just sounded like it was made at home and it was really creative. And I feel like there was a lot of, young people making things around me that were like it wasn't necessarily like just your standard kind of music like it just felt like oh this is you don't have to follow like a really uh, really basic you know song formulas or, and stuff so I feel like that was the stuff that really uh, inspired me to want to to want to try and do it too You've been releasing under sort of Frankie Cosmos and before I believe you've um, released under the name Ingrid Superstar and it's funny because now I've heard I've read that you sort of refer to Frankie Cosmos it's not a solo project you see it as like Frankie Cosmos is the band um, I was curious as to sort of do you feel um, it's an important thing to sort of distance you personally as opposed to sort of say recording under your actual name um, do you feel it's important to have that sort of line or distinction between sort of your personal solo doing it under your name and doing it under sort of these other names and band names, that kind of thing. Yeah, totally. I think even not using my real name, it's like people still are going to take every Frankie Cosmo song and associate it with like my personal experience, no matter what, um, and make it about me and get what they want from that. And that's like already, uh, it feels like the distance is so small, but um, personally, just like for my own, uh, vulnerability and like emotional uh, experience it's definitely better to have a little bit of a barrier there be it a band name or a stage name or whatever yeah because a lot of your songs um a lot of people assume they're actually personal experiences but you refer to them a lot as sort of um actually fictional things or sort of taken from events and you've sort of just put your own twist and it's not actually directly what's happened do you feel it's maybe the yeah, um totally. the sound of your music that because it, it comes across as very humble and the way you sing is almost like a bit shy so it seems like an incredibly personal thing um do you think that's probably why is in the way it sounds is why people draw that connection to it being such a personal project yeah, I've never thought about it, but that makes a lot of sense. <laughs> I feel like especially the older songs, which were key to the moment, like fast inspiration, just like recording them right away, like it sounds just like straight out of my brain and I can see why people would just be like, oh, this is purely Greta, opposed to this is like a, an art piece or a piece of writing or whatever, something that she like worked really hard on. <laughs> <laughs> I think it's just because they sound, they sound in terms of sonically, they're just so, they seem so sort of personal and like very emotional and like it's always coming direct I mean obviously it is coming directly from the heart but that's probably where that line of sort of personal and sort of fictional sort of gets a bit lost I imagine yeah I think just like I mean everyone is probably a little bit like this but I think especially the younger that I was I was much more inclined to just like only be able to write about my personal experience and as I've gotten older I'm like a little bit more trying to understand like the bigger ideas surrounding my experience so it's like not so much about me and what happened to me but it's more about like you know the world or like where I'm finding myself within it or whatever so I feel like the, the subjects have gotten a little bit broader but um as and the recordings have also gotten a little bit less personal because it's like with a band or in a mm. studio it's a little bit less uh alone in my room like diary style stuff this is Brighton's Finest bringing the artists closer to you Juice. Juice.